Aloha, friends and family. Good morning. This is Goldie. Welcome to Witch in the City. So, you know what? I have to start off talking about um, what's going on in our country right now. And this is nothing new. This has been going on for centuries. And you know what? The only thing that's new about it is that we are now seeing it. It's being recorded. And um, what happened up in Minnesota with George Floyd it has 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 me rocked and the reason that it does is because it is <sighs> what happened to that man is nothing short of murder that man was murdered in cold blood and the nation the planet seen it this man was murdered it was recorded the nation the planet seen it what is disturbing outside of this man's murder is that it was being recorded and nobody did a damn thing i'm disgusted i'm scared i'm nervous i'm frightened i don't know how anybody could become so desensitized from humanity to think that it would be that it would be okay to record this man's murder and not drop the motherfucking phone and help outside of that it's far deeper than that it's much deeper than that like i said this started with Emmett Till this started before that white people doing what they have been doing for and what seems like the beginning of time I pulled Angela Bass right there did you catch that remember she was sitting across from Furious Styles at the cafe and they're having a cappuccino and they had met, met up with each other after Trey was a little bit older and he's about to graduate and she sat across from him and and Furious was like you know, I, I'm I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And she sat across from him. She grabbed her she grabbed her little cup of uh, a cappuccino or espresso, and she said, "What you've been doing has been what women have been doing since the beginning of time." Ooh, she's flat. Okay, so let me get back to this. What's what we need to understand is, you know, I see a lot of hashtags. I see a lot of, and this is white people now. This is you know white American. I have a I have a uh, my mother is Slavic, so I have a white mother, and I grew up with. And I'm gonna bounce around right now. I have ADD, but outside of that, I'm gonna bounce around. So, I have a white mom. I grew up in a I wouldn't say a racist family, but it was very apparent that my uncles uh, did not. Uh, we're not in, uh, they, they didn't like black people, um, people of other races. And, um, I kind of just, you know, I grew up, I was, I was very dark growing up and I was the only mixed child in that family, but now they got a whole, they got a bunch of mixed children in this family now, but, um, I was the only one and, um, I didn't feel like I was treated any different. Um, my grandfather made it very apparent to everybody that I was to be accepted. I was to be loved and I was the light of his life. And um, I, I refer back to my grandfather a lot because he truly, if it wouldn't have been for my grandfather's unconditional love, I don't know that I would be alive today, to be very honest with you. But let's go back. So I, that's how I grew up. I didn't grow up with just blatant racism. You know, every day, every night at the, at the dinner table, my grandparents raised me. So I grew up with my eight aunts and uncles. But 
my mother had me very young, so I was very close in age to my aunts and uncles. But anyways, um, so it wasn't like at the dinner table racism. It wasn't constant, you know, talk about black people, you know, throughout the day. But it was apparent. You knew what you felt it. it, it you knew. So when I had my daughter, <clears throat> when I had my daughter, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm so sorry about that. That's rude. I'm so sorry about that. So when I had my daughter, um, her father is, um, he's mixed as well, but he's a black man. And um, I remember my, I have to start, stop saying, um, I have to call myself out on that. So my daughter's father is a, is a black man. And I remember my uncle calling her butterscotch. And I said to him, <clears throat> I said, don't call her butterscotch. He's like, why? She looks like a, a, a butterscotch drop. I said, don't call her a butterscotch. He couldn't understand why I didn't want him to call her butterscotch. He thought it was a cute name, and it's just, I, I didn't find it to be cute at that time. And then I had heard him um, say something. He had a he had a openly and quite frankly, very comfortably, um, said a racial slur in front of me um, at a at a go-kart. We used to race go-karts growing up and he had said it at a go-kart race. And I looked over at him and I said, you do understand that I have a black child, correct? Oh, well, she, she's our blood. She's our blood. And I said, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck everything you're about. I don't care that we share blood. I haven't talked to this man in 21 years. 21 years. This is what people don't understand. While white America is sharing hashtags, while white America is uh, sharing the video, which you should not be sharing the video because it's triggering, the fact that you don't understand that is, you know what? It doesn't shock me that you don't get that. Sharing that video is triggering. Stop it. You want to you share the hashtags because it's trending. You want to get that like. I, I see through it. I'm an intuitive woman. This is what I do for a living. I can see through all these posts. I can see through these hashtags. I can see through these uh, sharing what you're sharing on your page, what a black person posts. You're on bullshit. You know that, right? And I can see it. And so can black America. So what I'm saying to you is this. Before you share that hashtag... You need to put power in front of it. Utilize your power. The, the white woman has so much power on this planet. And if you truly believe that black America, black men, black women, the black family is being targeted and what you feel that is what is, done, what is being done to them is wrong, use your motherfucking voice. Don't share a fucking hashtag. Use your voice. When you are at a barbecue, when you're at a family reunion, and you hear your racist uncle, you hear your racist grandpa, you hear your racist grandmother talking, call them out. Because if you are not calling them out, fuck your hashtag, my darling. Nobody gives a damn about your hashtag. Because if you are not calling out people in your own family, the people that you share blood with, that means you condone that shit. If you can't speak up, and don't tell me I have black friends. Nobody gives a fuck if you have black friends. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Are you defending your black friends when you, after or before you share that hashtag? Or that oppressing video you're sharing? Nobody gives a fuck about your hashtag. 
If you cannot call out people in your own family, if you cannot call out your friends, if you cannot post publicly with power and grace and, 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 and wanting to uh, enlighten, spotlight, shed light on what's going on in this country, on this planet, then black America does not give a fuck. This is what I think, I don't think that you know most of you understand. And then you have these women who think that because they have mixed children, they're afforded all of these passes. Oh no, honey, you're not. You're not. I have mixed children. I'm a mixed woman. And I, I'm very cautious about what flies out of my mouth. I'm very cautious and intentional and mindful of the words I use. So because you have mixed children does not afford you a pass on a damn thing. Not a damn thing. You can share the hashtags. You can share the posts that your, your black friends are posting. But unless you're calling out your mother, who's a racist, your father, who's a racist. Ooh, my dog's about to bark. Unless you're calling out your family members, we don't care. Again, the white woman holds so much power. The white man holds so much power. If you cannot defend or put power or strength behind that hashtag, then you might as well sit back down and and, and go have lunch with your racist uncle. Go visit your, your racist grandma. Go do what you do on a normal basis because you are not doing anything to stop this. And this is the pandemic. This is the real motherfucking pandemic. You hear me? This is the real pandemic. It really and truly is. So what I'm saying to you is this. If you can't put power and strength behind that hashtag, then what you're doing is just simply continuing to oppress. You know, I wrote something yesterday. I got to clear my throat again, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm on new allergy medication. I started Singular last night, and it worked really well. Like, I was so geeked about it. I was able to breathe. I wasn't using my inhaler, but anyway. So I had, um, if you don't follow me on social media, it's OG Goldie. I'm sorry, it's OG.Goldie. And um, I had wrote yesterday, I said, White America, just make sure that while you're sharing the trending hashtags, you're also educating and holding you and your white friends and family accountable for their bullshit. Use your fucking voice. If you can't look into the face of your racist uncle and tell him he's a piece of shit, fuck your hashtags. And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Put power, strength, and purpose before a hashtag. Use your white voice, white America. Thank you. I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful day. Be kind and spread love.